0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Best Journey podcast. I am your host, Maddie. This podcast is where I get to share the word of the Lord with you in an honest and encouraging way. And in that, I prayerfully hope and desire for God to reveal himself to you in your own journey. The heart of this podcast is found in scripture and in what God has shown me. See, the Christian walk, life itself is a journey. But what's more is your journey in and with the Lord that is the best journey of all. So welcome to the best journey podcast. So for this episode, I wanted to talk about our motivation and expectations. What's our motivation for living our motivation for today, for prayer, for our relationships, and ultimately your motivation with God. Because see, if we don't know this, our journey will be lacking. So it's not only important to know it for yourself but for the people God is wanting to use you to reveal himself through. If you're like me, you're probably like, okay, here we go. Because the word motivation or expectations could have a negative ring to you. I know they can be sour to me. However, I don't think I have ever really thought about these two words before from a biblical point of view. Or how they could be used in my journey until recently. Not once have I ever really thought about what I ever expected from God, or where my space, my headspace may have been, or how daily organization plays into my faith walk. I hope you hear me out and give the next few minutes a chance and listen with an open mind and allow the Holy Spirit space in your heart and mind. I am by no means an expert or qualified. However, as your fellow sister in Christ and someone who genuinely understands and gets it wrong often, I do believe the Lord has something for us both here. So let me begin with a couple questions. What are you expecting from God? What are you expecting from yourself? What do you expect from your day to day? I mean, do we really sit down and ask ourselves, okay, well, what am I wanting? What am I expecting from each facet of my life? What are your prayers of lacking or consistent of Charles Spurgeon said, if you believe in prayer at all, expect God to hear you. If you do not expect, you will not have God will not hear you unless you believe he will hear you. But if you believe he will, he will be as good as your faith. You know, personally, I think I underestimate prayer and what it can do. And trust me, I know prayer is powerful. I know it's not for God and it's for me. And I know I should be praying way more often than I do. But what would happen if all of God's people prayed instantly instead of doubting or worrying? What if God's people said a prayer or talked to God before going to their phone? I think if we really boil it down, it's a matter of our heart. Where does your heart lie? What is your heart's desire? And if you really thought about it, what is your heart's motivation with God? What are you expecting from him? What is your desire for and from him? Because once we figure this out, it will lead into all other areas of your life. There's freedom when we evaluate ourselves and get organized in our thoughts. I find that I am a messy person, okay? I am messy. And if I'm not organized in my life, it will start to seep into everything else. So if you take 10, 15, 20 minutes of your day, And sit down in a nice, clean space by yourself. And you get a piece of paper and write things down. You're going to figure out what you're doing. You're going to figure out what your problems are. Even your concerns and praises. And when you write them out, you're going to see everything on that page. And I encourage you, if you do that, to pray after and over it. Albert Einstein said, we cannot solve problems with the kind of thinking we employed when we came up with them. When you figure out what's motivating you or hurting you, what space are you really praying out of? See, you need to know this because if you're praying or working out of one thing, but it's really another, I kind of see it like a weed. You can pluck the leaves and you can pluck the stalk that's in the way, sure, But until you get to the root, it's never really gone. You got to figure out the root of your desire, the root of your problem or stronghold. Lisa Tierker said, the reality is my prayers don't change God, but I am convinced prayer changes me. Praying boldly boosts me out of that stale place of religious habit into authentic connection with God himself. If you're feeling weary, tired of the fight, or like something's out of place, you're disorganized or discouraged, whatever it is, I encourage you, write it down, get in a secret place with God and listen to the Holy spirit and do not give up. Second Chronicles 15, seven says, but for you be strong and do not give up for your work will be rewarded something I find the older I get is genuinely the importance of getting alone time with God, because I notice if I don't give him my time, I start to slip away that very day. So I encourage you get that time alone, even if it's for five minutes to set aside and intentionally be alone with God. Why? Because each day, is a daily renewal, meaning we ought to refresh ourselves in prayer and with the anointing of the Holy Word of God every single day. The Bible says God's mercies are new every morning. Okay, how much more do we need refreshing and renewed too? Zig Ziglar says people often say motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. Friends, I encourage you today, carve out 10 minutes, just 10, to be alone with the Lord. And it can be anywhere. It can be your bathroom. It can be your closet, wherever, whatever. Grab a pen and a piece of paper and just sit there. In the quiet, allow yourself to breathe. And I bet what is heavy on your heart will come out. Think about yourself. Think about where you're at, what you're doing. Write down what's on your heart. Pray. When you figure out your priorities and what has a hold of your heart, what's motivating you, what you're expecting, it will show on that page and where your heart is at. Your heart matters. I strongly encourage you not to go another day without setting a routine and giving time to the Lord. you will find that this is a necessary part of your journey. Why? Because God needs you. It's apparent we aren't our best selves. If we get stale, stagnant, and complacent, we stop growing. And those weeds of this life will start to pop up and choke us out. We start to uproot those weeds when we start asking what God wants and desires for us. Our best journey lies with a heart that is putting him first, full of surrender, praise, and sacrifice. Remember Hebrews 13, 15 to 16. Through Jesus Christ, then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Friends, remember, God's plan for you is to prosper you, to give you a hope and a future. And here's a tough question that I think we should ask ourselves. Are we, are you, really wanting God to use you? Or are you just going through the motions because you know you should do this and maybe you're doing it for show? As we close, I want to share one of uh, my favorite quotes from Rick Warren, and it hits me every time. It says, God is looking for people to use, and if you can get usable, he will wear you out. The most dangerous prayer you can pray is this Use me. Friends, it's good to be honest. And it's good to ask yourself these questions when you examine your motives, your expectations. Believe me when I say we are special and here for a purpose. People need you. No, like really, (laughs) I know people say that, but like you really wouldn't be here if God didn't have a plan and a purpose for you. It's not a bad thing to evaluate yourself and figure out where you're at and what space you're praying and working out of. God may reveal some pretty cool and hidden things you didn't know about yourself when you intentionally get alone with him. So are you available? Are you willing 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, So, my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. And of course, Galatians 6, 9, let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. God has for us a journey of hope and purpose. So let's give our best journey back to God with sacrifice and praise. Till next time.